Good morning and welcome to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. It's great to be back uh, live in studio. I want to thank Dan for covering last week with uh, veteran Bob Michael as I was on the road and my political job. But great to be back with you uh, this morning. I'll be sitting down with my good friend Peggy Caruso when we when we return. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by our friends at Community Counting Services for local family-based mental health. Hi folks, are you having problems with your child at home? Is their behavior a problem? Are you at your wit's end? If so, call us for more information. Community County Services, we provide family-based mental health. Call for information at 371-8066. We work to help you keep your family together in a healthy way. Community County Services, 371-8066. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. Live in the studio with me this morning is my good friend and life coach and author, Peggy Caruso. Uh, last week was Veterans Day, so we focused on that. And as we go into Thanksgiving, we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving and gratitude with Peggy. Peggy, welcome to Contact. I am grateful to be here. And for our listeners, uh, I know who you are, but can you tell them who Peggy Crusoe is? Sure. My name is Peggy Crusoe. I am an executive and personal development coach. I'm an author of four books that have been trademarked. Um, I've owned several successful businesses, and I am the owner of Life Coaching and Beyond and Fireside Investments. Yes. And so first, I want to thank you for making time for coming on. Um, Thanksgiving, important time of the year. It seems like Americans have had a tough year, uh, whether it's economic or maybe still concerns over pandemic stuff. Certainly kids are back in school. It just seemed to be something of a stressful year. The elections are over, so that's good. That yes, takes it one is. Thing, one, <laughs> one thing off the plate. Um, people go into Thanksgiving kind of frantic, I think, in most cases. How do you tell people to enjoy this time of the year? You know, Michael, that's a very good question. It's a process. It's not easy to just uh, listen to someone on the radio or read a book or watch something on TV that can help you be grateful and slow down. It is a process. It just takes time. And some people need the assistance of someone like a coach to do so, so or um, just figure it out for themselves, but they have to take incremental steps. Um, we are conditioned the way we are right now through the course of years. So you're not just going to turn it around in a day. So the best thing I can tell you is just be grateful for those incremental steps because it is a process and it does take time. So a lot of people, um, panic and they make too much of it and they spend their time in the kitchen and they don't get to visit with their family or people are stuck with electronics and there's so many different things but slowing down and being grateful is not just saying what you're grateful for it's finding that peace of mind that calmness that self-reflection time that will help you discover exactly what you are grateful for Yes. So for people who say, hey, Peggy, I'm just so busy. Things are so out of control. What do you tell people to say, all right, Michael, this is how I advise you to t just take a deep breath and, and think about some things? Well, everyone's different. Um, 
whenever someone comes to me in coaching, whether you're an executive or for a personal or work-life balance or whatever the case may be, um, it, it's, again, it's a process. It's, it's not something I give the same to people. So it depends on your personality and it depends on the amount of willpower that you have and how you work your mental muscles. So the first thing that I, I would encourage everyone to do to slow down is take some time in the morning and take some self-reflection time. I know people hate the word meditation because there's so many people that don't understand it and, and they, they think it's silly, but it's really not. Some of the top professionals in the world, that's exactly what they do is journal and meditate. But what that does is it helps you learn how to control your breathing with which in essence will help you with anxiety um anxiety and we can talk about that later if you want is um it's it's spinning out of control and we're all very busy with people who suffer from anxiety and depression but um it's like i said it's it's a process and you need to slow down so when you journal the the purpose of journaling is so that you know where you're at you think you know but when you put those thoughts down on paper especially the negative thoughts and and even though i teach people not to focus on the negative you kind of have to in the beginning because you have to see where your issues lie and then you then you figure out a plan on how to change them but before you can make any positive changes you've got to get your mind calm and clear because whatever's happening in your mind is going to be a direct reflection as as your actions that makes sense and so Really, though, you can kind of just start anywhere. I know you and I were talking, but you can literally tell yourself, I'm thankful that we have running water right here in Dubois, PA. We can turn on the faucet and there's water. That's not true around the whole world. It's People take things for granted, I guess. Um, I always tell the story that when I had my office built, I always have my lights on a on a timer and that when I walk in and spin around the lights come on and it's just a a little way for me to take a minute to say I'm grateful for electricity people complain when the power goes out but I don't generally hear people walking around saying that they're grateful that we have lights and water um as you know Michael because you do know me I'm a very giving person and um my reason for writing books was so that part of the proceeds can go to to start an orphanage which is very difficult to do um here in pennsylvania so i've i work with a um orphanage in india that has 400 children and it's been the best thing for me because it also solidifies what we do have to be grateful for Mm. um you know i had somebody that near and dear to my heart said to me the other day that I think that you think too much of that kind of thing, and I think it stresses you out, but it doesn't. It keeps me in check. Of course, I keep continue to work to help them and help anyone who needs help. Uh, people right here need help, and, and I, I do that as well. But I think being grateful and knowing how the process works also allows you to find a passion in your life that you can give back and help other people. Yes, I I would totally agree with that. And speaking of books, um, I know that you have written several books. Uh, The last one, I believe, is Take the First Shot. Would you like to share with us uh, what that's about? And uh, we'll take a look at one of the chapters here. Well, it's, it's different than any of the other books that I've written. And it's 
I've discovered through the years of my coaching that society is generally impatient. They want a quick fix. And we all know that you cannot fix or solve a problem in less than a minute, but you can take a step. And that's why people can achieve their goals for New Year's and, and whatnot, because they they set a goal and they, they don't know how to stay with the goal. So um, it, you have to have a plan, you have to have, you know, goals. And so what I did in this book is I came up with what we call hooks. They're just funny little phrases that make you think of every aspect of your life. So in other words, in there's a chapter on relationships, there's a chapter on friendships, on health, on work-life balance, on improving yourself, on elderly that are the ones that we love. And so there's impatience with us in all of those categories. And what I did is just give a quick tip on how you can take a step to turn that around. Yes, I have read it, but I also know Peggy Caruso. <laughs> and so um, I wanna take a look just with you at uh, something that caught my attention and I think it plays into Thanksgiving is chapter three where you said don't just make a living make a life and uh, you quote Zig Ziglar right off the bat and you say what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals can you take us through that yeah you become what you think about is part of that people do not understand the power of the mind so when you set a goal you also have to take your mind along mm -hmm. you know um your mind is the most powerful tool that you have and we take it for granted because it's the you know it's just we're used to tangible things and so people tend not to believe in the power of the mind but you can become and do anything that you want to when i was asked to give my bio i generally do not like to do that because it sounds that in a bio you just talk about the success that you've acquired but my life was very difficult i've made a lot of mistakes in my life and i've owned them and i've turned my life around as most people you know try to do is to to better yourself i I'm a good person, but I still work on myself every day. So success wasn't something that was handed to me. I worked very hard. I had to make family sacrifices, but I couldn't have gotten through that without the power of saying, I can do it and I will do it. Right. And so I think work-life balance, uh, as you look at uh, setting those goals, work-life balance to be able to enjoy uh, Thanksgiving Day, um, surely it has to include just being present for the moment? Sure. Um, I'll give you one tip that's in the book, and it may sound ridiculous to you, but if you take the time to think about it, it's called invite yourself to dinner. And what that means is so many people come home, and everybody's always in a hurry, and kids and parents are always on their phone doing their electronics so when thanksgiving comes try to start there put your electronics away for the day do not have them at dinner it should be about taking time in the moment to be thankful thankful for those around you thankful for the warm home and the food and the kindness that you're seeing and then make that continue to go all year long. And when you're done eating and you want to decide you're going to go lay on the couch and watch football and do the things that 
a lot of people do is don't do that. I mean, yeah, you can watch football, but still spend quality time together and put your electronics away. It's a, it's a start. It's something very small and you can do it. So, you know, I hope somebody will listen to this show and at least make the attempt to do something like that. Well, I'm listening and I need to work on that part. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll be, uh, I'll definitely try to do that. And while I know to do it, it is really hard. Um, My work in particular is done right on my phone that's sitting right here. I think you can appreciate that, but it is, you know, at some point you need to leave work and enjoy the moment and be present for it. Yeah, so that will be a habit that I'll continue to work on. I'm going to hold you accountable to that, Michael. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm sure uh, Julie and others would be very pleased to have you do that. But you know, it's common, especially if you are an entrepreneur or, you know, you have a, a position in the company where you do have to be connected electronically. Just remember what the leadership qualities are and one of them is learning how to set no say no and set boundaries so set an appointment with yourself to be able to disconnect from that it's something small that you can try but you'd be surprised that you you begin to start a new habit so when you say take yourself to dinner literally mean that put that in your calendar and take that time off and enjoy it don't think about work don't talk about work talk about what what your family's doing, what are your children doing, what are your grown adults doing, what is your mother doing and feeling. The elderly, um, sometimes we don't take the time to listen to their stories because they repeat themselves. It's okay. Let them repeat themselves over and over and over. They're they're scared. They're, you know, they've gone through a long life. They're afraid of what's coming next. So just be patient and enjoy that time you have with them. Absolutely. And take the first shot. Uh, just for my listeners, it is available on Amazon. I'm a Kindle type of guy uh, doing all my traveling, but definitely downloaded on Amazon. It's certainly available. Well, thank you, Michael. You're very welcome. And I know we've talked a little bit about um, you brought it up. We're getting ready to start a new year. A lot of people make New Year's resolutions. Typically, they fail, I think, mm-hmm. on the average within the first or second week of the new year. Why does that happen? Well, you have to look at statistics. So <clears throat> a lot of times when we're talking and I say something, they'll say, well, well, that doesn't apply to me. But if you look at statistics, it is very high percentage of people. Um, say you go to the Y or to the gym or wherever, and you know January it's packed and start February, it's half of that. In March, there's no one. You know, right. just, there there are those faithful people that keep it going. I'm somebody that when I set a goal, I do reach the goal. But it took years to learn how to do that. So again, I think it's either number one, they set too high of a goal, and then they feel like it's not attainable. But what you want to do is set your high goal for six months to a year, and then say, okay, the first month, I'm going to do X that's going to take me to begin the process of being able to reach the larger goal. Yeah, I think you mentioned something about being willing to take the first step, right? You can't accomplish all of it. Uh, The first, I don't know how you said it, but like the first, you can't accomplish all the miles at the same. I have a lot of clients that will talk about um, the COVID pounds that I gained weight because of COVID and, and 
not being able to leave your house. And I understand that. I understand that just as much as anyone else. So if you decide that you want to lose, I don't know, say 15 pounds, make that your goal that even if you want to lose it over the course of a year, you know, divide that out and, and figure out how many pounds you need to lose each month and then you reach that you get more energy and you're usually beat the next month's goal because you're excited that you reached the first part of your goal so always start out low so that you can reach that goal right because that's going to build confidence to be exactly able to get there right and you're going to be proud of yourself which you should be and if you fall short and you don't reach that it's okay. Don't be hard on yourself. That's another reason that statistically it falls off is because people feel like they've failed. Failure is only failure when you don't get back up. We all fail, but it's not really failure. It's stepping stones to success. Yes. No, I'm hopeful that our listeners are getting a good idea of one, uh, who Peggy Caruso is and what she's about, but um, certainly from your book and again, back to Thanksgiving, I read an article yesterday while I was flying. Washington Post said we're at an all-time high now for counseling. Counseling is helpful, mental health counseling. But at the same time, it seems that um, the nation is kind of like in this, I don't know what it is. It's like a deep fog or something. I don't know if it's a pandemic hangover or if it's just uh, maybe all the elections and politics, but something seems to be amiss. But in the article, it said people are without direction and they don't know what they want to do. Well, I would agree with that. I'm definitely not a counselor. I'm not a a psychiatrist, psychologist or counselor. I am a life coach. People do not understand the difference. I'm an executive and personal development coach. It's completely different. I do not have patients. I have clients. And what we do with our clients is we help them set and achieve goals. we teach coping mechanisms and we can help you with anxiety because I am also a relaxation therapist. So it is um, very, you are very coachable in some of those processes. Now there are those instances where it is not a coaching and it is uh, more of the mental health. And that's when I tell people, you know, here's where you have to go. But generally speaking in my industry, you definitely can overcome anxiety and depression with coaching. It it just depends on the severity of it and what the underlying causes are. Sure, and uh, someone comes to you and says, Peggy, I don't know what I wanna do with my life. How do you address that? Like, is there a technique to say, Michael, take a few minutes and think about it, or let's look at what you've done over your life. Well, you don't necessarily, a lot of people think that they have to stay in the same industry. We do a skill set exercise, mm-hmm. you know, we do in-depth questioning to see, you know, understand their passions, what, what they're good at, what they're not good at, um, and help them find the direction and, you know, help them arrive at the, at the desired outcome. Yeah, no, I, I think that makes a lot of sense and can those exercises can be very helpful to people. And you can do multiple things. Like, in, for example, I've owned many different types of businesses from restaurants to real estate to coaching. And so you can do multiple things. I also am an author and I do a lot of giving and I'm actually starting a woman's organization. Um, it's a women empowerment Um, There's four people on the committee, and it's called Four Women, F-O-R, meaning 
fearless opportunities and resources. And we are planning a large event in April. And I worked, we all worked, sorry, very hard at getting a world-renowned speaker, um, amazing person, um, and that, I'm not going to tell you her name yet, but she's actually going to come to Du Bois, Pennsylvania. So um, just something else I've done. And you can do it too. There's, there's multiple things you can do to branch out from your current position. Yes, and after this break, we're going to follow up with you about four women. Thank you. Contact on Connect FM is brought to you in part by our friends at Lifespan Family Services, located in the Dubois Mall for local adoption and foster care services. Each day in Pennsylvania, there's at least 15,000 children taken from their homes due to abuse or neglect. Foster parents provide homes to these needy children. Lifespan Family Services trains, supports, and compensates foster parents to address this problem. Call Lifespan Family Services today at 375-1314 or drop in at the Dubois Mall or at Lane Avenue in Punxsutawney. Lifespan Family Services, helping people help children every day. 375-1314. Welcome back to Contact on Connect FM. I'm your host, Michael Clement. I'm in studio live with my good friend and author, Peggy Caruso. We're having a great conversation around uh, Thanksgiving and gratitude. But when we left, Peggy, we were talking about four women. I was pleased to see that on the front page of the Courier Express. Great picture of you and the ladies who helped start this organization. Uh, Maybe you can tell us some more about that. Well, I am very fortunate to have the women that um, that are on the committee with me. It is Lisa Labou, Sarah Hummel, Candace Waxler, and myself. And I think we make a very good team. Very, very good team. We're we're strong women, uh, entrepreneurial, um, hardworking, and very giving. So uh, again, we do one big event a year. It's going to be in April. We have three magnificent speakers coming. Um, the keynote speaker is just world-renowned, amazing lady. So I'm very excited about yeah, it. Yeah, you have a great group of women. I know I all of them, and that's an amazing team. Um, we'll definitely have you back on to talk more about that and maybe have you and your team in here. Oh, that would be lovely. And uh, we probably have about two minutes left, but uh, this will be replayed for Thanksgiving Day. Uh, anything you would like to leave us with for Thanksgiving? Um. Yeah, I would like you to take some time to be grateful before, during, and mostly after. A lot of times during the holidays, we we tend to, there are the, the people that can be grateful and slow down enough during the holidays, and then they, they panic and go back to old habits. Slow down and be grateful every day because life is very short. So be grateful for the things around you and the people around you. Yeah, it's great advice. Life is short, and unfortunately, we just don't know. But to be able to be present and enjoy it and enjoy the time that we do have is a great reminder. Uh, Definitely want to wish our listeners uh, happy Thanksgiving as we go into the Thanksgiving season. Peggy, it's always great to have you on the show, and we look forward to uh, future discussions about four women and having you back on. But thank you again for making time for contact on Connect FM. Thank you for having me. Have a wonderful day.